You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday. Yeah, we're, we're all over the place today, as you can see. Locked On Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team. Usually every day, you know, we've had some some struggles there. This week, it wasn't because of my battle with uh, depression. It was more of just being all over the place, literally. And that's what we are going to spend some time talking about is what I did yesterday. Uh, we're going to do that today because I made the six-hour round trip trek. That's three hours there, three hours back to Big Rapids, Michigan, the Ferris State University. Whatever their stadium's called, I can't ever remember it, no matter how many times I see it, uh, to go to the Michigan Football Showcase. And while it wasn't the type of recruiting situation that we necessarily have seen in some of the others that happen around this time where there's a bunch of really big names, certainly I think harken back to SMSB 2015, 2016, which were giant, giant events, right? Uh, where that 2015 in particular was insane. I mean, there was, uh, going through the names, is Donovan Peoples-Jones, Ambry Thomas, Benjamin Victor, Chase Claypool, Xavier Kelly. Um, I, I know I'm missing a ton. I mean, it was just Michael Onwenu was there. Um, Jeraymond Hall was a big name at that time. Uh, there, there was It was just an insanely big event with all of these different coaches, basically from any premier school in the region. This was a little bit smaller, but it was still very big, right? It's, uh, you still had uh, the head coaches from Michigan, obviously. Jim Harbaugh was there, uh, as well as the entire Michigan staff, except for Jay Harbaugh wasn't there. Uh, but everyone else on the coaching staff was in attendance. Uh, you had Penn State there, James Franklin, who I still think is a heck of a nice guy. I know there's a lot of people out there that'll say, hey, that's all fake. Listen, interpersonally, he's great. And every time that I've met him, it's never been me walking up to him and shaking his hand as he's always walked up to me and shook my hand. That's the kind of guy he is. Uh, and I, I got an opportunity to speak with him yesterday as well. Uh, PJ Fleck was there. Uh, you had uh, Jim McElwain in Central Michigan. There was some Tennessee assistants uh, in tow, not with him, but just in general. Um, I mean, it was it was a pretty big event. Not a lot of big recruits, to my knowledge. Um, CJ Carr was advertised as being there. I don't know that he actually was. Uh, Will Johnson was there, not obviously as a recruit, but just to kind of be there, support Curtis Blackwell and observe. Uh, and um, yeah, there was just it was it was a it was a big event in the sense of that you had a lot of really big names there. Uh, and obviously, we also got to talk to Jim Harbaugh uh, for 15 minutes, and you know, got to watch his presentation, all of those types of things. And it was just an interesting event, and there's a couple things that that have come out of it that we're going to talk about from what Jim Harbaugh had to say. Uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. We'll just continue to to kind of tell you a little bit about the event, just because it, it's 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 just it's this kind of the start of football season in a way, right? When all of these these big camps start happening, especially the local ones. Now they came from Mercer, which is down in the Atlanta area, uh, and that was a big camp uh, that they went to two days ago, and then they flew up. And it was, uh, I mean, the, the, the fact that, that you have like that full court press from some of the staff uh, and, you know, not all of them are going to go to all of them at, at this point anymore. Like Wayne State, I know there's, they're having one next week. 
uh, that that one won't have everyone there. It'll have a couple people there, but uh, it's not going to have everyone uh, like this last one did. So it's uh, that's kind of the unofficial start, the unofficial unofficial start of football season. Really, the unofficial start for football season for someone like me is Big Ten Media Days, which is still a month and a half away, uh, a little more than that, almost two months away at this point. But uh, this is kind of where things really start to go because then you'll have the, you know, they'll do their, the camps wherever they have scheduled going all around. I know that they're, you know, they go to Texas, they go all over the place, but then they will, uh, they'll have their home camps as well uh, somewhere there in the middle uh, of the, of the month. And around then that's when you'll start also seeing more official visits and, uh, and things of that nature. So uh, that's, uh, it's, it's the start. It's the beginning. It's where things are starting to finally, we're finally starting to click into uh, to football uh, in a little bit more of a realistic way uh, after the month of May, which is an entire month off. June has a little bit more juice to it, so we'll have a little bit more to talk talk about. Uh, obviously, you can also expect that uh, that you're going to start seeing some commitments coming down the pike before too long as well, because that's just wh- how the cycle goes for Michigan. And thankfully, we haven't had. Uh, maybe it's because I haven't written a lot of recruiting things lately, but lately we haven't had the, um, the types of things that, uh, we see on a general basis, uh, on every yearly basis rather of fans being really upset that Michigan doesn't have a bigger class at this point. It happens every year, every single year it happens. So now at least it seems like people kind of have that idea of like, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't, Michigan's not going to start getting its, you know, filling out its class until June. Now, if we get into July and they're still sitting at like six, then yeah, that's a problem. And obviously, there's also that big name that they're trying to keep. That's uh, that's uh, Raylan uh, Wilson, I believe. Is that his name? Uh, why I'm blanking? I know, I know it, but uh, the commit out of Florida. Uh, there's a lot of smoke about him in Florida. I've been told that that's probably not much to worry about. George is the main concern there. Uh, so it's just a matter of uh, them retaining him, and he's going to be really good. So Michigan really needs to retain him. Uh, but this is where it all starts, is this month. It's the fact that this is when Michigan will start to put its class together. This, today is the day that Michigan summer conditioning started as well. That's the other key piece to this. So it's just a matter of getting all of these things, uh, you know, buttoned down as far as the recruiting aspect, the the training aspect, the health aspect, and all of that. So let's get into some of the, uh, the training, the health. And, of course, I plugged in my mouse here because it was dying on me and uh, – I forgot I got to switch screens here but for a minute. But before we completely move on, listen, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, so my plan, and like, don't hold, obviously, there's no one's holding me to anything because y'all know how much I say, yeah, I'm going to do something on a Saturday. It doesn't happen. My plan is to do something on Saturday because I didn't. I, it was just an unavailability thing for me all week. And tomorrow, Saturday, I, I don't have anything going. So my plan is to get one, maybe two, 
that was the plan today. I just ran out of time to after writing and everything like that and some obligations that I have. But uh, th- that is the plan to get to the mailbag from last week and to get to the offensive line breakdown uh, and then approach next week like a normal week again because I think that I don't think I've got any traveling to do like I did this week. So that is the hope, the goal. Again, don't hold me to it because every time I say it, I never do it. When it comes, my word when it comes to scheduling this podcast, anything else, it's I, it, I I say what I mean, I mean what I say. Scheduling this podcast does not seem to work for me, whatever reason. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it this way. Never happens. So my apologies that that's how that always seems to go. Always seems like I'll be like, all right, I'm going to sit down, and then something happens every time. Anyway, so let's talk about a little bit about what Jim Harbaugh had to say at uh, he spoke for 15 minutes which was kind of shocking because he seemed like he did not want anything to do with reporters for the first several hours like wouldn't look in our direction if he did he went the other way typical Jim Harbaugh type stuff uh, but uh, we did get to get a chance to uh, to talk to him for 15 minutes uh, I think obviously the biggest story out of that is uh, him talking about the health of J.J. McCarthy and Ronnie Bell. Now, he didn't necessarily share a lot in the sense of when he was asked about it, he'd say, well, you'd have to ask them. Okay, great. But then, you know, after coaxed, being coaxed a tiny, tiny bit, he, he like he said, Ronnie Bell looks like exactly the same as he did back when he was, when he was a, uh, when he, before he was injured. And then with, uh, with J.J., he said, you know, if you ask him, he says he's right on schedule. He's, he's feeling good and everything like that. So, I mean, that is the big news. That's the good news. Um, not that any bad news came out of this, uh, but that's the good news is that uh, it seems like the health aspect it, that's Michigan's continuing to trend forward as far as getting those players back. Now, the corollary to the J.J. McCarthy being healthy thing was he was asked about how the quarterback competition, like, will you play two? You know, it, it is, is the, the goal to have a, a main starter. And he just said, listen, the best the best guy is going to be the guy if that's how it ends up. If, if it ends up being they're, they're even, we'll play both. There won't necessarily be one starter. We'll play both. One might start one, another might start another. We'll throw them in and out as we feel necessary. Uh, if, uh, if it's a situation where we feel like we need to do like we did last year, have one start and the other one come out as like a change of pace and we'll do that. Or if we have a starter that's just a, the main guy, then that's, that's it. And that's all going to be figured out in these coming months. But uh, he's like, like he reiterated, and I know there's always these these ideas for whatever reason that he's going to be political and say like, like you know, I like that guy better, even though he's not as good as this other guy. So I'm gonna play the guy that I like. That's just not how it works. It's not how it's going to work. So uh, he said it's gonna be the the best guy. Whoever is the best is going to be the one that gives Michigan the best chance to win. Is going to be the one who ends up being the starter. Uh, if that's if they actually have like your main starter, so that's number one. Uh, point number two, uh, I think was probably the uh, what was the other piece that really interested me? <laughs> I'm trying to remember, I wrote all, I wrote about pretty much all of it. Um, is Mike Sainer still? He's, he's he's basically saying that's not that wasn't a spring fad. He, he played so good on defense. He took the bulk of his reps in spring on the defensive side. He did come back to offense, and when he did, he didn't miss a beat. But he is certainly going to be a defensive back for Michigan, definitely a two- to three-way player next year. So that's that's pretty big, especially when you consider, and I was talking to some colleagues about it, 
yesterday is one of this. Like, I have a lot of faith in that back seven, right? And especially at, at corner, what, what what gives me a lot of faith is this idea that there's your floor, like, cause you like you got DJ Turner, who I think we all can agree is is really good, could be one of the best corners in the conference, right? Uh, so you've got DJ Turner on one end. On the other end, it's your your floor is Jamon Green, who we've seen be pretty good. We've seen him be really bad at the very beginning, and then once he got like pretty good in 2020, he kind of kept up a level of consistency that was really good. Keep in mind, second year Steve Klinkscale as well, the, the first time that they've had him all spring. And, you know, Jamon wasn't as good as he was in like the Penn State game in 2020 at all last year, but he was still really good. That's your floor. That's what I think is kind of exciting is that 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 is your bottom. But now you've also got Mike Sainer still who is seriously coming on. Jim Harbaugh says that he could, you know, it's he could be nickel and we'll see what happens with Rod. This is a little little learning here for us is does like, you know, Rod, you know, he'll be competing with Rod Moore for that nickel spot potentially. With Rod Moore coming back from injury. So is you know maybe maybe Rod Moore isn't your typical safety. Maybe they're going to use him more uh, as your nickel. So that that seems to be the uh, the case. Uh, you know he could he could play corner, and this, so there, there's all those options there. Then on top of that, you you also have Will Johnson, who looks like a behemoth at this point. He's he's tall. He's big. He's you know he's got everything. He's got he got through the the one. Um, got through the, the, the winter cycle in the spring. And I, I did talk to him for a minute. And one thing that he, he did say to me is he is so glad that he ended up enrolling early and got all through this. He's like, I can't imagine going into fall camp. I can't imagine being one of the guys that showed up yesterday as in two days ago from, from right now and having to get acclimated at this, this point. He's like, I can't imagine that. He's like, I, the fact that I got in, I got on campus, I, I learned the playbook, I went through conditioning and spring ball. He's like, I feel so much more prepared to be able to take on the season. That's that's the good news there. So it, it's pretty incredible that you've got you've got a lot of options. And, you know, there's others we're obviously not talking about, really. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've seen, we've seen some leave and, and what have you. You've got some of the guys coming in uh, that, that certainly could uh, could be a part of it. Who knows what... Some of the guys that are, have already been around, Miles Pollard, uh, you know, some of, some of those types of guys could be re- really good as well. Uh, so the third point that I want to talk about, which is the third thing I wrote about, is uh, I asked about Cam Good because I feel like he's not someone we've really talked about. I forgot about him, really, you know? Like, normally they get a, a, a big name transfer. And I know that getting a guy from UCF isn't a giant name, but, I mean, you feel like this could be an interior defensive line Mike Dana type situation in that type of sense, right? Like a, a guy that's really, really stout in the middle of the defensive line. And uh, Harbaugh did like he tends to do. And I, I asked him a question that had nothing to do with the offensive line. And he returned and asked, asked, answered with the offensive line. Talked about how good uh, Olu Oluwatimi has been and how excited they are. But he used that to kind of illustrate that if he comes in with that type of work ethic, Cam Good. Because my question was, is, you know, what does Cam Good bring to the table? Hoping that he was going to, uh, you know, elaborate what they've seen from him on tape and all that kind of stuff. But he said, well, we're going to see. But here's, you know, here's what Olu brought. Now, if he brings that same mentality, certainly there is an opportunity for the, uh, 
for for him to be really, really good. If that happens, then obviously both lines are kind of bolstered, and that's good. Um, and I feel a little bit more confident in the defensive front. Um, still, obviously, a lot to to work out. Uh, but I I think that the, I think the defense is going to be a lot better than a lot of people think, and that's kind of the impression that I got from some of the coaches and what little bit of uh, talking to them that I did. Uh, that uh, it, the impressions that that things are kind of moving in a very solid direction on both sides of the ball. And I talk, I did talk to coaches on both sides of the ball, so uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out in that sense. All right, we'll continue on here momentarily, but before we do, uh, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need, so why, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders only the parts uh, that their brand and where and the parts and bra- of the brand I can't talk. Their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today, and you can find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. I have used it quite a bit myself. It is something that I can, I'm telling you, like, go to your auto parts store, Look at your your brands there, then go to Rock Auto. You'll find you can save boatloads. Done it a ton of times. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked down in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, we got a couple more minutes here. Let's talk a little basketball uh, because we haven't I haven't gotten a chance to uh, discuss what happened uh, two days ago, which is uh, both uh, Musa Diabate and Caleb Houston are staying in the NBA draft. So now now we know that Michigan's got some some room to grow via the transfer portal, and there's there's long been rumors that there's other people that they've wanted other than. Uh, Jalen Llewellyn, it still stings when you lose so much. I mean, that's especially because it felt like this was a team on the rise. Felt like if you if you had you got Hunter back, and it was like okay, you bring in Frankie as your your main point guard. You got those other two the two five stars as pieces. Time to to take it to that next level, right? Michigan would have been favored probably to win the conference. Now, who knows, right? Because you're relying on a lot of youth, you're relying on potentially some some pieces that haven't that aren't at Michigan yet. There's a lot to, to try to figure out now that didn't need to necessarily be figured out. Uh, for Caleb, it seems like it was probably the good right decision because he started to, he started to get mocked in the first round, and I think when he declared, no one expected that to be the case. But all it takes is one team, right? That's the whole thing. It just takes one team, and uh, once uh, once that you you know that you're probably going to get selected uh, in the first round, then yeah, go. That's that's the right move. Musa, I haven't really seen many mock drafts, so that's going to be curious. But again, maybe he's hearing something that we're not. It just seemed kind of weird that it's uh, Caleb and Houston are gone and Hunter Dickinson is back. I, I would have thought coming at the end of the season, which do you think was going to happen? I Because I, I started to write, like, here's what the roster looks like, and I decided I was going to hold off. 
And uh, the funny thing is, I had Hunter going, and I had Caleb and Musa coming back. So it shows you how much things can change. But there's, you, you feel like if I if you were to put a gun to my head right now, please don't do that. But if you were, and I was to uh, to to you know need to divulge what my what my whole uh, Michigan roster would look like, or at least my starters would look like going into next season. Uh, at this point, I mean, I'm not 100% certain, <laughs> but at, at this point, let's see. I'd have Jalen Llewellyn as your point guard. Uh, I would have, uh, I'm not really sure on my shooting guard offhand at the second. Uh, I would, I, obviously Hunter's in there. Terrence Williams, I think, will be your, would be your, the swing between three and four. I, Terrace, I might even put Terrace Reed in at the four because I think he's that good. And then it's just a matter of which guard do you, you want to have. Kobe Bufkin would probably be my guess, even though he's kind of a guard forward type guy. So, yeah, it, it, it's a little bit difficult because we, we don't know what, what, what all it's going to look like. It's, I felt a lot more confident going into this last year as far as what the what was going to look like compared to what it looks like right now. So it's just a matter of piecing it together, figuring it out in that sense. So, um, And we'll see if they, they add some more uh, pieces via the transfer portal. So anyway, that's going to do it for today. We're just going to keep it nice and light. Like I said, my goal is since I don't have anything going tomorrow... Uh, I was supposed to be traveling for uh, a family thing. doesn't look like that's happening now. Uh, if that's the case, then I will do my best to do two to make up for this week. If uh, if not, then there's always Sunday. And if not, then, then we'll try to add some more during the week and this upcoming week to kind of catch up. So that's know that, that we're going to catch up by adding what was supposed to be two episodes from this last week into this next week. That's the goal. All right, so thank you for watching and or listening. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace.